fellas, did you enjoy that Super Bowl yesterday? Now, the Cincinnati Bengals coming up just short. And, uh, Jim, I'm with you. There was a lot of armchair, I guess you'd call them bandwagon jumpers, maybe, uh, Cincinnati Bengals fans. I had yeah. about uh, 10, 12 people over at my house, and every one of us, every one of us was rooting for the Bengals. you got to pick a team. You only have two. So, you know, your team probably isn't in it. they got to pick one. How did your circle break down? Rams fans? Bengals fans? <laughs> my circle was me in a cubicle. <laughs> so, yeah. my circle was all, I guess, Rams fans, just because that's who I picked. And I was a fan of Kareem Orr, you mm-hmm. know, the former Mox of player course. on the Rams. Sure. So, so yeah. that's that's where I went. You know, the thing about it is... And I, I, was... I wanted Matthew Stafford to yeah. finally, you know, like I said... He, He'd been playing in Siberia for 13 years, right. so now he's, you know, back <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy Craig, Craig, Craig Allen, who was our log, the guy who puts together our logs and does production and things like that. Long, 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 long-suffering Lions fan. He's got the big Lions flag in his office there, and he's turned his back on Matthew Stafford. So. Really? Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Jim, because... Um, you know, I was I was rooting for the Bengals because, as always, I, I like an underdog. You sure. know, a lot of the people in my group who are watching at my house uh, rooting for the Bengals because they like an underdog. But when you think about Matthew Stafford, I mean, there's an underdog. There's a guy, a great quarterback, who spent most of his career in exile yeah. in Detroit playing for nothing. Yeah. You know, and was always a really, really good quarterback the entire time. He yeah. always was. So this is the year of the season of the Georgia Bulldogs. No doubt. It's the year no of doubt. Georgia. No yeah. doubt. You yeah. got the Braves. You got the Georgia Dogs. You got Matthew Stafford. I mean, how could it be any more Georgia? Yeah. Everything's red and black. Oh. Everything. And then Cooper Cup is a pretty likable guy. I'm sure you followed his college career. He played at I didn't. Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington on the red on the red turf. The red Eastern turf Washington. of Eastern Washington. <laughs> I did have him in my same game parlay, which I hit, by the way, because mm-hmm. the Bengals. We're only lost by three, had uh-huh. him a four and a half. So, yay, thumbs up there. <laughs> I said Cooper Cup, anytime touchdown score, and Matthew Stafford, more than 250 yards. Pretty go. safe, same game parlay seemed like. That five bucks, winning about 23. Mm. Hey, happy, yay. Anytime somebody tunes into an Eastern Washington football game, <laughs> do not adjust the contrast. That's actually the color of the field. That's the one that hurts my eyes to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's like tough that. to do. What about yeah. the uh, the big old halftime show there? You had Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, who is still looking fantastic. Oh, After yes. all of these years, oh, she yes. can still bring it. Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem. And finally, 50 Cent, and uh, what a lot of people noticed about 50 Cent is that 50 Cent appears to be somebody who ate 50 Cent. <laughs> it it kind of looked like two 50 Cents out there, to be honest with you. It looked like a dollar. <laughs> More like a dollar. So <laughs> there, was, uh, there was a lot of reaction to that on social media. So he's living the good life. Yeah, it was like, uh, hey, is it me or is it 50 Cent put on a few pounds? But, uh, Many pounds. <laughs> heck of a halftime show. Um the ads. I don't know really if any of the commercials stand out to me. The one that, the one that I the, do remember. That everybody's talking about. Is it the QR code? Yep, that's the one. So I just did a Google search for QR codes. You know, just type in a Google search for QR code, and the first thing that pops up is all of these pieces about the Coinbase ad. If you missed yep. it, folks, there was. Now bear in mind, what we we talked about it uh, last week. A Super Bowl spot was six million dollars for thirty seconds. There's this cryptocurrency website out there called Coinbase. I think it was a 60-second commercial, mm. not even a mm. 30. And all it was was a Q code bouncing around the screen. Uh-huh. Like an old, you know, Atari video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a Q code. Yeah, yeah. 
rotating around the screen. There was nothing else. There was no text. There was no message. There was nothing. Just a cue code bouncing around the screen. And Jeff, I'm, you know, like I said, I had like about 10 or 12 people over at my place. Immediately, like two or three of them jumped up. And they're scanning the cue code. Really? You know, just as the advertisers hoped for. Sure. And now I'm looking at this piece on Google here. Uh, The Verge. Coinbase's bouncing QR code Super Bowl ad was so popular it crashed the app. (laughs) So, so many people leapt up off their couches to scan that QR code. Actually crashed the website. So, mission accomplished. Absolutely. Think about this. That means how many people were sitting there watching the game with a phone in their hand, with their phone within arm's reach where you could jump up in a 60-second commercial and do that. And also just think about this. Does anyone put their phone away except me? Right. (laughs) No. And also just think about this. You know, we're talking last week, the the, the annual conversation. Is it really worth it to spend $6 million on a 30-second spot? Well, here's a company that decided to spend... I, 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 again, I think it was 60 seconds, so it was probably $12 million. All they had was a silly QR code bouncing around the screen, and it was so popular, it crashed their website. So the answer is yes. <laughs> apparently. It's worth every penny, apparently. There was one proposal, Jim, on the field after the game. Did you see this? Mm-mm. That's always a risky proposition, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So you're a player in the Super Bowl, biggest day of your life. You know the girlfriend's there, the fiance's there. Yeah. She's got the big rock on her finger. You're gonna, you're gonna bring her down to the field. Yeah. After the game, big celebration going on in front of all the cameras, in front of all the screaming fans. Gonna get down on that knee and propose. The answer better be yes. Yeah, you. You. That's one of those you better know the answer to. <laughs> so, with the confetti coming down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you better be sure about this. So uh, here's a recap from the New York Post. Rams safety Taylor Rapp making Super Bowl Sunday's win even sweeter for his girlfriend, Danny Johnson. Moments after the Rams defeated the Bengals 23-20 to in Super Bowl 2022, Rapp got down on a knee at SoFi Stadium where he popped the question to Johnson. The answer was yes. The question I always have is in that scenario, had you lost... If you had not won the Super right. Bowl, yeah. are you still going <laughs> to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel horrible. Would you marry me? You put her in one of those T-shirts that they send to the kids in Africa. <laughs> you know, Bengals, yeah. Super Bowl yeah. champions. The, and the loser T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, anyway, Taylor Rapp has been dating Miss Johnson for several years, according to USA Today, noting that they were together when the 24-year-old safety played high school football in Washington State. He then played his college football at the University of Washington, He was selected by the L.A. Rams in the second round of the 2019 NFL Draft with the 61st overall pick. And here we are, all these years later, Taylor Rapp and his high school sweetheart. He's down on one knee on the field at SoFi Stadium. And yes, (laughs) the answer was yes. He didn't get stiffed at SoFi Stadium. I have some insane fascination with those videos where... They get turned down, and you could see it coming. Oh, you yeah. know, you could see it coming. She's backing away, got her hands over her mouth or something, or saying no, no, or waving the hands, but he's going through <laughs> with it anyway, and it's a massive, colossal failure. I don't know why, but I keep watching. Like, dude, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Come on, you got to know the answer, but you have to know the answer before you ask the question. Another little uh, byline story here that has a lot of people talking on a Monday morning. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr who made an early exit from the game yesterday with an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, the purple-headed ODB um, 
Anybody want to take a guess? If you didn't see this story, anybody want to take a guess on what his cleats, his cleats that he wore in warm-ups, how much he paid for the cleats? The warm-up cleats, yeah. Uh, His warm-up cleats, his, let let me give you a clue here. His diamond studded. Oh, gotcha. my God. His diamond studded. Jeez Louise. Super Bowl warm up cleats. Anybody want to guess how much? Mm. Oh my gosh. $200,000. Diamond studded. I guess, I guess the point is then to sell them afterwards. I sure. Suppose. I think right. so. Some Probably. Or some charity or something. Good. Great. Uh, here's that story from Bleacher Report. LA Rams wide receiver ODB, all about style. So it should come as no surprise mm-hmm. that he participated in warm ups ahead of Sunday's Super Bowl against the Bengals, wearing $200,000 diamond studded cleats. The cleats have 1,494 round white diamonds on the Nike logo. So they're Nike cleats studded with almost 1,500 diamonds. The designer of the shoes gave all these details to TMZ Sports. Mm. Of course they did. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, of course, was ODB's first time playing in a Super Bowl, so I guess he wanted to go into the Super Bowl and out of the Super Bowl in style with his $200,000 cleats. And bad luck. Did, yeah. Wasn't around at the end of the game. Only made a couple of, only made it a couple of quarters. Yeah. Good luck for the team. Bad luck for him personally, I yeah, guess yeah, you would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. He... Uh, he was not there. Well, he was there to celebrate, but yeah. just not on the field. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the big, well, you know what? Who was, was it? it? Someone had, their wife had a baby, and, you know, he did the celebration, hug, hug, happy, happy, joy, joy, ran to the hospital. Wow. His wife had. From the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, really? Given birth earlier that That's day, the, and I oh, forget. Wow. Yeah. Totally foreign to one James Lee Reynolds III. And- <laughs> Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> has been, has, has been on I've been to the hospital a few times. Yeah, I've been on Yes, yeah. you have. And, and there have been questions about whether you're going to be around at the birth of the baby or yeah. not. Ah. You know? And, of course, there was also the controversy. Well, I was going to use the term controversy, but I don't really think there was much of a controversy. I don't know if you guys caught this, but uh, during the Super Bowl halftime show, of course, Eminem yeah, taking the knee. took a knee. <laughs> Now, if you do recover, remember I couldn't it. Stay, I mean, but I, not during the national anthem. No, I mean, no, during the halftime performance. I couldn't, what I does that mean? The show. But there was also, remember a time, you know, four or five years ago, if a guy takes a knee at any point during these games, I mean, it was a conversation for the next three months. <laughs> Just we did. The conversation would go on for months and months and months. And yesterday, Eminem did the same thing during the halftime show. I don't think anybody even noticed. No, I, the <laughs> NFL released, you know... The NFL has their people out there. Oh, we knew this was going to happen. There was yeah. no controversy there. We we had seen the warm ups eighteen different times, so we knew this was going to happen. At least he shows nipple. You know, no, did not. I was waiting. Then I'm I was waiting for a. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a. I didn't. I didn't see the halftime show. I was yeah. waiting for a wardrobe malfunction there. Well, you had Fifty Cent, who now looks like a dollar. I mean, it mm-hmm. looks like two fifty cents. Uh, he was hanging upside down. I thought for sure maybe a fifty cent. He boob. was hanging upside down. Yeah, well, I they, should go back and look at the show. Yeah, yeah, because they had this. Uh, well, the the construction of the halftime set was odd. He's a large man to hang upside down. Yeah, it was. Um, it was all houses. It was. Mm-hmm. It was like houses placed next to each other, and uh, you know, and and Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre are on the roof, and then they go down the stairs, and they're in the living room, and then Mary J. Blige comes up out of the bathroom, and <laughs> you know she's on the roof, <laughs> and then they go back downstairs. And uh, and Fifty Cent is is hanging from a pipe, you know, in in back downstairs in the house. Because why wouldn't you? I guess right. And uh, you know, it was it, it it was that shot, you know, because the blood's all rushing to the head and everything. <laughs> yeah, and everybody yeah, looked, 
Everybody looked at 50 Cent and said, wow, this guy's gotten some, he's gotten big, hasn't he? But I thought for sure maybe a, a boob, a 50 Cent boob mm-hmm. might, oh. might fall out of his tank top, you know, in that upside down position. Oh, man. I, I, I saw on Facebook, I don't know if this is true, but someone said that a local company uh, helped install the video screen that was circular around the scoreboard that uh, oh, yeah? some Chattanooga company really? is the one that actually did that. Didn't it's get the name or anything. Because uh, I, 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 I did not know this. And I haven't seen any stories on So we it. talked about local connections of players that are, yeah. you know, and blah, blah, blah. But so, I, so I guess help, helping to uh, install that yeah. the video, the ribbon advertising, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, wild. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, it was... Uh, it was a fun game. I know you had our Leslie Jordan doing the, uh, I don't know, one of those hot chip commercials or whatever it was. <laughs> Needing uh-huh. more fire. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I'm bad on the product. I'm bad. So On the radio, on the radio broadcast, the sideline reporter, Laura Oakman, used to oh, work at yes. Channel 3. Yeah, yes, she was yeah. That's very good. Forgot to mention, fellas, that I did, uh, as part of my little Super Bowl gathering, we did have the Skyline Chili. I saw the picture on, on Facebook. I did not. I saw the picture of the cans. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, and... Uh, so I made I made a big bowl of spaghetti. We threw the skyline chili on top of it, and I I have to say this, uh, it wasn't bad. I I don't know. It was pretty good. I I don't know if I go out of my way to get skyline chili again, <laughs> but it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it was real soupy though. Yeah. I don't know if uh, when you go to the skyline chili, you know, stores in Cincinnati, is it, is it like I... a thick and meaty chili? Because this was soupy. I don't recall it. I, I I like it. I mean, I've ordered that. What are they called? Chili five ways or three yeah. ways? You got steak three, and shake. four, five. Yeah. yeah. So I've done it steak and shake, and I like it. And yeah. the skyline, it was yeah, it was good. I don't remember it being soupy though, but yeah, you know my 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 recollection of chili meals is probably not on the high priority list <laughs> right now. To me, it's much more of a spaghetti sauce. So I would yeah, I didn't notice yes. it as being. Yeah, soupy in that yeah. respect. Cause, it, it, that's all it is. Yeah, because because uh, it's like if you have a real thick spaghetti sauce, I don't like it as well because you you have to have some liquid with it. So yeah, yeah. that liquid wouldn't seem unnatural to me, yeah. even though I don't care for it. It wouldn't seem unnatural. Yeah, I had to explain. I had to explain the whole history and the purpose oh, really? of the skyline chili. That we dedicated three shows on. <laughs> there was like um, on chili over noodles. Yeah. <laughs> one or two, one or two people, uh, oh, really? one or two people were aware of the Cincinnati skyline chili thing. One guy who was at the party, he's he's been up in there. Yeah. He's got family up there in Ohio, so he was completely familiar. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of everybody was like, "Hey, Brian, why why do we have really? this? Why do we have this chili around here?" And so, well, I mean, this is this is the Cincinnati, you know, like rice aroni is the San Francisco treat. Yeah. This is the Cincinnati treat. I mean, Skyline sponsors the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, it's not like I mean they're they're. They're huge. Yeah. I mean, they're they're big in I Cincinnati. I mean, it's and not like there's the, one or two iconic stores. They're everywhere. The guy, the guy who was familiar with it, neither one of us could think of the name. But there's the big competitor, Gold Star. What is it? I think it's Gold Star. Gold Star. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did the uh, Skyline Chili. It was Mox, pretty good. Mox played at Cincinnati, and we stayed at a hotel that had a Skyline and a Gold Star. I'd been to Skyline before. Yeah. But I'd never been to Gold Star, and I still said. I'm going with Skyline. Well, the thing I liked about the Skyline Chili, Jim, is that, uh, number one, it was just the perfect thing to offer at the Super Bowl party because it required no effort. (laughs) I spent about $6 on it total. Gotcha. And it took like eight minutes to make. Yeah. yeah. You know, these people who slave over dips and they, you know, they they, they spend like an hour baking up the, 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 the perfect dip. And uh, with the spaghetti noodles and the Skyline Chili, I yeah. just had two cans of Skyline Chili, pour it in a pot, 
heat it up, put the spaghetti noodles in hot water, boil mm-hmm. them up. Mm-hmm. It was all re- it was ready in eight minutes, and I spent like five bucks on so, the yeah. entire thing. A little grated cheese on the top. Yeah, but but it had maybe a, not an inch or two. Yeah, we did the grated cheese. Yeah, and uh, you know, but it had a purpose to it. So yeah, I get it. Kind of, you know, it was nice. Texter here says, I thought the Bangles was an 80s girls band. It was. Ah. So we're back to the age-old debate. How do you pronounce Bengal? Is it Bengal? Bengal. Or is it Bangle? Bengal. Yeah, it's kind of both, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Depends on your regional accent, I think. Let's see. Texter here says, so there was a commercial. They had a bunch of celebrities eating things they weren't supposed to. One of the celebrities with Gwyneth Paltrow tasting a candle. Was that her candle? Yes, I, I, did, I did see that advertisement. It was an advertisement for Uber Eats. And the whole purpose, like the, the plot of the commercial was that, of course, Uber Eats delivers a lot more than just edible items. It's anything from the grocery store, right? Well, I think they're they're countering somewhat the Domino's commercials because the Domino's commercials paints all those other ones as greedy folks that jack up the price and all these local yeah. restaurants can't make it right. anymore. So I think what the caller is getting at here, okay, so you have the commercial for Uber Eats, and mm-hmm. the whole point of the commercial is that Uber Eats delivers a lot mm-hmm. more than just food. Mm. And so was all these celebrities, like, eating toilet paper and, like, you know, saran wrap. <laughs> Wait a second. This isn't food. This isn't eats. Huh. And then they uh, they pan to Gwyneth Paltrow, who's eating a candle. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever had that. I need an emergency kit. Well, I guess, yeah. I guess I could be if the power goes down. And I think what the, uh, what, the, what the listener is referring to is, you might recall, folks, there was a story in the news about a year or two ago where Gwyneth Paltrow is somewhat of a unusual personality. A little quirky. She's got that website called Goober or Goo 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 or whatever the hell her website is called where she sells all kinds of merch. Yeah. And, um, well, how to put this delicately for a family-friendly audience here in the 6 o'clock hour. She had a candle that was scented mm-hmm. like ladies' uh, mm-hmm. private parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's like what, the- and I'm not making that up. That was the scent of the candle. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the listener is referring to here. Was she eating that candle? And the answer is, I don't know, but I don't think it's a coincidence that Gwyneth Paltrow was eating a candle. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, clearly I'm that, sure she said, I will do it if. Yes. Yeah. Clearly that was the joke that they were getting at mm-hmm. there. So, yeah. 